0: not on tonight, we'll have a chance to hear it when we do the replay. Um, But essentially, you you might be asking the question, what is this all about? But when I say Jezebel, I think about, uh, I don't know what you guys think about, but I think about when I was raised and kind of how my grandmothers talked and everything like that. But what, what comes to mind when when I say Jezebel, what comes to mind to you? I would say like an unfaithful woman. Okay. Ungrateful woman, something like that. Okay. Not necessarily a, you know, prostitute, but you know. Okay. It's not a not a not a good uh, opinion of a woman. Right. Yeah. I, you know, my thoughts on it, it was like, you know, I told you how I would hear, you know, some elders or grandmothers or older um, people might refer to a woman as a Jezebel. You know, she's a Jezebel. And that was like our modern day way of saying she's a, a hoe or a whore. Okay. And, um, that was their way of saying that, you know, back in that time is just saying she was a Jezebel. And so when we talk about finding the spirit of Jezebel as men, right. Cause we're men, right. Our natural inclination, um, is of sexual desire towards a woman. That is, you know, God created us with that innate um, satiety to, to have that desire met, right? And so a part of this warfare is acknowledging that there is a spirit of Jezebel fighting, uh, fighting against us. Amen? And so um, I think I just stopped sharing my screen here. So one of the first verses that we're going to take a look at tonight is uh, from Luke 22, 31 through 32. And this is out of the NASB version. If you're taking notes, if you're uh, writing down the scripture, what it says It says, Simon, Simon, behold, Satan has demanded to sift you men like wheat. But I have prayed for you that your faith will not fail. And you, when you have turned back, strengthen your brothers. I could put there, Brandon, Brandon. Tim, Tim, Lester, Lester, Satan has demanded. So just like he went to Job, just like Satan uh, went to God about Job saying, hey, you got that hedge of protection around Job. If you remove it, I'll mess some things up in his life and he'll curse you to your face. The only reason he's worshiping you, the only reason he even claims you is because everything's going well. So, Jesus, this is Jesus talking here, saying, Lester, Lester, Tim, Tim, Brandon, Brandon, Satan has come to me. He has demanded that he wants to sift you. And Jesus goes on to say, but I have prayed for you, not that he won't sift you. <laughs> he said it, the sifting's going to happen, but I pray that your faith will not fail. What does that mean? I'm praying that you don't throw in the towel. I'm praying that you don't blow your brains out. I'm praying that you don't Give up. And when you turn back, when you get over what you went through, when you pass the test, go back and strengthen your brothers. Tell them that they can make it too. Tell them that everything is going to be all right. he goes on to say in 2 Corinthians 10, for though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. All that means is we're not pulling out guns, pistols, Knives, swords, and physical shields. Those are not our real weapons in spiritual warfare, but they are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God, bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. So Revelations 2, 20 and 23, it gives us our first look into what this spirit of Jezebel is all about, which is relating to my text tonight. It says, but I have this against you, That you tolerate the woman Jezebel, who calls herself a prophetess, and she teaches and leads my bond servants astray so that they commit sexual immorality and eat things sacrificed to idols. I gave her time to repent, and she does not want to repent of her sexual immorality. Behold, I will throw her on a bed of sickness. And those who commit adultery with her into great tribulation, unless they repent of her deeds, and I will kill her children with plague. And all the churches will know that I am he who searches the minds and hearts, and I will give to each one of you according to your deeds. Jesus is writing to Ephesus in this passage of scripture, but he's encapsulated the spirit of Jezebel. And so a part of this, um, and I have one other scripture I want to share, and we're almost finished, man. And that's from Revelation 17, 1 through 2. And it says, And there came one of the seven angels, which had the seven vials, and talked with me, saying unto me, Come here, I will show unto you the judgment of the great whore. It's talking about Jezebel, the spirit of Jezebel. That set up on many waters with whom the kings of the earth with this spirit of Jezebel have committed fornication and the inhabitants of the earth. That's us have been made drunk with the wine of her, the spirit of Je- Jezebel fornication. I do not know why I'm talking about the spirit of Jezebel tonight, man. But the Holy Spirit has impressed upon me that the spirit of of Jezebel seeks to seduce and often works through teaching and prophecy. This spirit seduces us as saints, as believers of God, even into idolatry and immorality this spirit may use control and manipulation to do it but ultimately that's not the end game this spirit of jezebel's end game is murder the word tells us that the wages of sin is death and this spirit of jezebel leads people into sin Whether you're a pastor, a man of God, a man, or anyone for that matter, who falls into sexual sin, Jezebel is among the trophies that she wins when we fall into it. If you are doing anything at all for God, anything, even if you are encouraging your brothers. Jezebel is wants to cut off your voice, and if this spirit can't cut off your voice, it will try to pervert your voice by seducing you to defile yourself by tolerating its activity. Jezebel is not something you can tear down once and for all, but you can break agreement with it and refuse to tolerate it. So, Father, we come to you tonight and we repent for tolerating this spirit of Jezebel and we ask your forgiveness in Jesus name. I ask you to heal our heart of any detected or undetected hurts, wounds, offenses, pains, pride, rejection, rebellion or any other open door that may have let or could let this spirit of Jezebel into my life. I break Jezebel's witchcraft, controlling powers, flatteries, deception, word curses, fearful assaults, false accusations, Polluted prophetic utterances, subtle seductions, sorceries, intimidations and other foul operations in the name of Jesus. And finally, finally, I didn't have this on the screen, but if you're taking notes still. I urge you, brothers, by the mercies of God. To now and henceforth forevermore present your bodies as a living and holy sacrifice, acceptable to God, which is your spiritual service of worship. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you may prove what the will of God is that which is good and acceptable and perfect. That's Romans 12, one through two. And finally, brothers, this is my last scripture tonight. It says the word of God is living and active and it's sharper than any two edged sword, even penetrating as far as the division of soul and spirit of both joints and marrow and able, the word of God is able to judge our thoughts and our intentions of the heart. And that's Hebrews four and 12. May God bless the reading, the hearing, but most importantly, the doing of his word. Amen. So with that, man, um, I wanted to share that and be obedient to uh, what the spirit of the Lord was saying to me. Um, to be quite honest, I don't know why the spirit of Jezebel was in my spirit and was impressed upon me, uh, but I was going to be obedient. Um, there were some other things that I wanted to talk about tonight, but. Um, I'm going to choose obedience over sacrifice every day of the week uh, when it comes to to what God wants me to say. Um, And so in that, um, I want to open it up. If there's any um, scriptures we need to review, I want to make sure you have those. Um, If there are any prayer requests, if there are any um, um, things we just need to bring to God tonight. Um, Let's do that. I want to open it up for anything else before we close the service tonight. Um, I just want to, you know, send a prayer request out, you know, um, the safety of my family, of the friend and my friends, my loved ones, um, that, you know, whatever, you know, any of them may be going through, that they seek comfort in God, um, because we never know what, um, our family and friends might be going through because they might not tell us. Um, so even though they don't tell us, I, I hope that they could, you know, seek solace in, in God and, and, and um, comfort in him and that they do be comforted and, and made whole through him. Amen. Yeah. And that's for me too. <laughs> well, definitely, uh, definitely be taking um, your family your friends you um, you know just to cast all of your cares on the Lord Um, he knows where we are right now Um, I know last week I talked about um, transparency And I think we really got it from Adam, who's our our earthly father. We're from the seed of Adam, right? And one of the first things he did when he fell, when he fell short and his conscience came alive is he hid from God, even though God could see him. Like, how can you hide from God, right? But where I'm going with this is he put, he covered himself in fig leaves because he was naked and unashamed. But when his conscience came alive, he was naked and the shame came. He was like, okay, this is, <laughs> this doesn't feel normal anymore. And what I mean by that is sometimes we go before God with fig leaves on. um, Pretending like he doesn't know what's already in our heart. That unforgiveness is there. Or hate is there. Or lust is there. Or whatever's there. We act like God can't see it. And my prayer is with you, Lester. It's... You know, let's, let's strip away the fig leaves and go to God transparent and naked. If we can't go to each other and tell somebody that we're addicted to porn or or alcohol or sex or whatever it might be, at the very least, let's, let's be able to go to God who already knows what we're dealing with, right? Right and find solace in that in him and and just say god if you don't help me it's not going to happen i've prayed those prayers man i said if you don't fix this it's not going to get fixed i can't do it in my own ability i cannot do it in my own self and i shared this scripture i'm gonna start preaching again but i'm almost done man um I shared this scripture on Thursday night and I want to read it because it's so timely. And then I'll open it up for Tim or or you Lester, if you have anything to add, but it's from Romans 7, 18 through 25. I don't know if anybody caught this. Uh, it was this, the Thursday thoughts from last week. It says for, I have the desire to do what is good but I cannot carry it out for. I do not do the good I want to do, but the evil. I do not want to do this, this evil. I keep on doing now. If I do what I do not want to do, it is no longer I who do it, but it is sin living in me that does it. So I find this law. At work, although I want to do good, evil is right there with me for in my inner being. I delight in God's law, but I see another law at work in me, sin, waging war against law, waging war against the law of my mind and making me a prisoner of the law of sin at work within me. What a wretched man I am. Who will rescue me from this body that is subject to death? Thanks be to God who delivers me through Jesus Christ our Lord. And that is Paul. Paul recognized that the thorn in his flesh Kept him on his knees, his weakness kept him on his knees so that he would never get so high and mighty that he couldn't be humble and go before God. And so um, with that, Lester, I stand with you. Um, I'm in agreement with you for your family, your friends, that if we can't talk to anybody else, at the very least, we can go to God. And Tim, I promise I won't start another sermon if you share any uh, prayer request. I I love your sermons. You don't have to worry <laughs> about that. <laughs> uh, no, I, I I brought my prayers. My requests at the beginning of the meeting, those haven't changed. and We're going to stand firm and wait on the Lord. Amen. All right. Well, let's go to God. If you guys could just stand in agreement with me and and Tim and Lester, we can all just um, stand together. I'm going to pray in the natural. Um, If you do have the gift of praying in the spirit. I'm just gonna ask that you uh, pray in the spirit with me um, as I pray in the natural and we just do this spiritual warfare together. This battle is really against um, our souls and because this spirit of Jezebel knows our desire is to uh, be pleased As men, um, it's going to keep coming up. It's going to keep coming up. It's going to keep coming up. And so, um, like I said, we want to do what is right. And so um, only God can help us get that done. So Spirit of the living God, just fall fresh. Fall fresh on each and every one of us. We need to be made anew creating us a clean heart and renew a right spirit within us. Father, be a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. Father, we thank you for your word tonight. We ask that you would seal this word on our hearts so we would never forget it. We ask, Father God, that you would draw each and every one of us close to you that you would draw us close to you, Father. And as we abide in you, Father, we pray that you would abide in us. For your word says that if we seek you, we will find you. If we knock, you will open the door. If we ask, we shall receive. And the great thing that I love about your word, Father, Is that your word says when we ask. If we believe that we received it. Then we shall have it. That is so powerful, Father. And so we believe that we have received. Grace, we believe that we've received mercy, we believe that We have received restoration in our marriages, Father. We believe that we've received restoration, Father, in our marriage. We believe that we received it. There's no ifs, there's no ands, there's no buts. It's restored. And we receive that right now. We receive that word. And we thank you for that word. And we thank you for that truth. And we thank you, Father, that while we're waiting on that restoration to transfer from the spirit world to the physical, from the unseen to the seen. Father, we're going to praise you. We're going to thank you. We're going to lift you up. We're going to share the good news. We're not going to let a devil in hell stop us on our assignment. In the name of Jesus. We thank you, Father, for giving us wisdom. We thank you, Father, as we lift up Tim. Father, we just thank you for giving him wisdom, supernatural wisdom. Father, knowledge and understanding to make all the right decisions. Father, in you, Father, would you direct his steps? Would you order his steps? For your word says the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. And Tim is a good man. Father, we thank you for ordering his steps. We thank you for holding his hand. We thank you for being his friend we thank you for walking with him and talking with him father and as he submits to you and yields to your will father we thank you for giving him a spirit of yes and amen wherever you tell him to go he'll go wherever you tell him to say he'll say whatever you tell him to do he'll do it oh god he's ready to throw out his own agenda and get in line with your agenda oh god And Father, we lift up Lester tonight. We thank you. We thank you, Father, for Lester. We petition heaven for his family and his friends, Father. We ask that you draw all of his loved ones closer to you every day. Helping them find peace. In the middle of a storm, oh God. When things don't seem like they're going well, finding peace and solace in you, oh God. We just ask that you would cover his family. We ask that you would cover him. Be a hedge of protection around him, oh God. Let no hurt, harm, or danger fall fall upon him. Thank you, Father God, for covering him in your precious blood. And Father, as he continues to be in fellowship with you and his brothers, let him draw strength from it every single day to continue to fight the good fight of faith. Continue to reveal your purpose in him and through him. For what the devil meant for evil, you're turning it around for your good. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. 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 All right, gents. We will uh, be in touch throughout the week. I know uh, Tim, he has this uh, Bible class on Wednesday night. So look forward to joining you in that. And Lester, um, I know we'll be catching up um, throughout the week. I love you guys. Let's stay connected um, even beyond our um, everyday, uh, beyond the, you know, normal things we talk about, let's pray together, uh, let's lay hands on each other, let's strengthen each other in the Lord in that, um, whatever we need to do to get through this season. Um, we, yes, we do not want to rely on people. We want to rely on God. Um, but the, the enemies trick is to get us in isolation because he knows that's his playground that's the devil's playground in isolation so let's stay in community let's stay connected and watch god do what only he can amen amen all right gents have a great night um love you we'll talk throughout the week and have a great evening All right, love you too, Brian. Thanks, Uh, man. Good night, man. Good night, everybody. Night, Tim. Night, man.